It has officially been one year of podcasting. I'm going to take you behind the scenes and share the good and the bad. I've learned a lot in 12 months, and there was a lot of what I learned that was incredibly surprising. So first off, a recap. Last summer, I had a collaboration fall through. I'd been working on it for months, and the other brand pulled out due to a scheduling conflict. I was incredibly frustrated as I had already invested all the work and it had been, it was a big project and I had been working hard leading up to it. So there was months already that I'd invested in this big launch. I had made the biggest mistake of putting all my eggs in one basket. I remember thinking, I never want to feel like this again. I need something that is 100% up to me. And that's what sparked the idea for the podcast. At that time, I had also been feeling insanely discouraged. I had endured so much pressure and stress from the pandemic, as had so many small businesses and brands. We had completely pivoted how Leah Yard Designs was structured and how um, just kind of we were doing day-to-day stuff. We just revamped so much. We had gone through a lot of change very quickly, and I was chronically burnt out stressed out. And just the pressure from those last few years had started to take a toll on my mental and physical health. So things were feeling really hard and I was definitely burning out. So I knew I needed a change. And I know it seems like adding another thing on top when you're already burnt out sounds like a bad idea. But starting the podcast really helped I started it for myself, almost as a voice journal. I never thought I would get listeners, let alone subscribers, (laughs) to the show. I did it for myself. I needed to retell my stories of failure, heartbreak, disappointment, and fear. All the things that go into building something important. I really wasn't finding stories like mine. Even the ones where people talk about failure... It's still tied up in a neat little bow and retold with a lot of polish. I'm tired of overly curated everything. So that's the recap. I started because I was frustrated and burnt out. I needed something creative and that was mine. I needed it to not matter if someone else didn't show up. I could always show up with the mic and record. I needed that control, that creative freedom. I also wanted to test myself. How willing am I to be uncomfortable? I was a weird little kid. (laughs) My family grew up in very isolated environments, including lighthouse islands where food and supplies were flown in by helicopter once a month. I didn't interact with my peers until I was nine. I was a really weird kid. I stumbled over my words, I struggled, to, I struggled to speak up, and I was bullied relentlessly. The reason this matters is because we all still have our little kid inside us. And putting a microphone in front of that little kid in me is terrifying. It's uncomfortable. But my voice, like your voice, deserves to be heard. So, it started as an experimental spiritual, (laughs) semi-private, and creative endeavor. 
I started a series on social media called Failing at Podcasting. I did this because I believe in order to be good at anything, you have to first fail at it or at least be willing to be bad at it. I documented the frustrating parts, the tech issues. I filmed myself recording inside a cardboard box. I stumbled through editing. I wanted to show the beginning stages because we never get to see that. I don't want you to see just the end result. So 12 months later, and I have learned a lot. Let's start with the good. Welcome to the Voted Least Likely Podcast. I am your host, Leah Yard. I'm a high school dropout who accidentally became an entrepreneur. After spending over a decade working minimum wage jobs, having a complete mental breakdown, and losing all confidence in myself, I somehow started a successful jewelry company. I am the least likely person to have ended up in the fashion industry, the least likely person to have overcome crippling anxiety, and the least likely person to have ever had the confidence to share my story. And I know if you are here, you've likely felt something similar. This piece of internet real estate is a place for us to share how we overcame our own obstacles and found a place to thrive, even if it was the last place we ever thought we would end up. We are talking all things related to failure with a little sense of humor on the side. It's time to expose the narratives we tell ourselves and the ones the world places on us. This is the Voted Least Likely Podcast. The first word that comes to mind is liberating. It has been so fucking freeing to just show up and share my struggles in business, my insecurities, my failures. You know, believe it or not, it's been rejuvenating. You wouldn't think to relive all of this kind of craziness would be um, inspirational for me, but it feels amazing. It's so incredibly freeing. I've learned more about myself. I've healed past stories. I found humor in embarrassing stories, which I think is so empowering. I've shared failures and had the privilege of hearing other people say, me too. That happened to me too, or I felt like that too. My goal with the show was to make people feel less alone. And in turn, I've ended up feeling less alone. It's been fulfilling, which I believe is the richest feeling you can achieve with anything you create. It's also allowed me to reach new people. I've been able to network, make connections, and collaborate with others in my industry and outside of it. Another thing, it's helped me communicate. I mentioned I was a weird little kid who struggled to use my voice. When I first started recording the show, I would shake, literally shake. I could even hear it when I was editing that the mic was vibrating. I would just shake inside my little cardboard sound box. I stuttered. I couldn't think clearly when I was speaking, but practicing that, getting my, getting my thoughts out clearly and with less clutter has helped me become a better communicator in person. This surprised the shit out of me. It also surprised me at how bad I was at communicating my thoughts. I thought I was speaking clearly, but then when I heard myself try to get a thought out, it was taking way longer. And all of those filler words like, like and as and um, and all of those little things we do to buy ourselves time, it was just littered with that. 
I love writing and I've always found that writing was an easy way for me to express myself, but using my words was always clunky. And it was brutally hard to sit through and edit myself after record after recording. I hated it. I still, it's my least favorite part is listening to myself again because sometimes it's just like, I think I sound terrible and sometimes I do stutter and I'm not always clear and, and I am still working on it all. But I'm so grateful that I have. Because once you get used to that initial shock of the horrendous sound of your own voice, you can start to hear it objectively and make adjustments. I still have a long way to go with this, but I can see and hear my own progress, which is very exciting. Starting a podcast sparked my creativity again. I said before how it seems crazy to add something else to my plate when I'm already feeling burnt out, but it worked. It shifted the gears and forced me to think differently. I own a jewelry brand. So much time and effort is spent on things that are aesthetically pleasing. And I love that. I love fashion and design and beautiful imagery and styling. But sharing behind the scenes in a vulnerable way gave me permission to get a little messy. And it's fabulous. I hope who needs to hear that hears that. If you're burning out, seek out joy, something creative, something purely for yourself. It was a cure for me. You might not need rest. You might need something new. So overall, I give podcasting 10 out of 10. If you're thinking of doing it, just do it. Don't do it with the idea of making a ton of money or getting famous or getting creative credibility. Do it for yourself. Do it as an experiment. Do it for self-awareness, self-improvement. Okay, now for the downsides. To be honest, there aren't many, but there were some and the ones that there were, it, it was surprising. So they're worth mentioning. This show is sponsored by our very own company, Leah Yard Designs. Leah Yard Designs is a jewelry brand in Vancouver, Canada that specializes in unique, semi-precious pieces. The designs are meant to be mixed and matched to celebrate the wearer. We love fashion juxtapositions, which is why you will usually find me in ripped jeans and a ton of gold jewelry. Our goal is to add glamour to every day. Our most popular design is our Zodiac necklace, which was created to celebrate what makes you uniquely you. 5% of all profits in the jewelry collection are donated to the DEWC, a local charity that helps vulnerable women in Vancouver's downtown east side. You can learn more and shop the full collection at www.leayarddesigns.com. You might have noticed that I have had fewer and fewer guests. There is a reason for that. I love having people on the show. I was surprised at how much I loved interviewing since this was the thing I was most scared of and insecure about. But I love it. I love asking questions and having the honor of hearing people opening up. It's so human. It's so fucking perfect. I just love it. But this podcast is about failure. It's about the real struggle of building something, whether that's a business, a personal brand, a family, or whatever you're working towards. And I know that this shouldn't have been a surprise for me, but I was surprised that guests weren't as willing to get into their failures as I was. 
I started getting people asking to come on so they could promote what they're working on. And I am all for celebrating wins and helping other people out. That's that's huge. I'm really supportive of that. And I think overall, we don't do that enough, recognizing our success and celebrating it with others. But if someone comes on the show and just talks about how great they are, I've done everyone, especially you listening, a disservice. This space is for vulnerability, for the nitty-gritty stuff that everyone goes through but doesn't want to admit. The real embarrassing, face-flushing kind of stuff. I want people listening to be motivated to follow their dreams because they hear someone tell a story and they're like, oh yeah, this is going to be uncomfortable and it's uncomfortable for everyone, so there's nothing wrong with me. So I've started being more selective with guests. I also had one really unpleasant experience with a guest who didn't like how I edited an episode and I had to take it down. I wasn't able to publish it. It was really upsetting because I thought the conversation was so great and I was really proud of their vulnerability and I think the stories that they were telling could have really helped somebody. When the episode went live, because it was live for like a few minutes before I had to take it down, um, they just told me that they had a problem with it and they, I ended up having to take it down. I, don't, I definitely don't ever want to publish something that makes somebody uncomfortable. I was really frustrated. It was a waste of everyone's time. It, it takes a ton of work to prep for a guest and to edit a show, record a show and edit a show and get all the social um, imagery in that ready and publish it. Like it's a ton of everyone's time that was involved. But it, it really is important to know I never want anyone to ever feel uncomfortable. I don't ever want to put someone on the spot. And anytime I've had a guest, I always say, if there's anything you want taken out, after we record, before the final edit, just let me know. My goal is to make the guest feel celebrated and supported, but I don't want it to just be a highlight reel. That's what Instagram is for. That's what social media is for. And that's what I'm trying to get away from. So that experience made me really aware that I have a higher tolerance to vulnerability than other people in certain areas, not in all areas, but in certain areas. I'm more willing to talk about ways I fucked up in my business because I needed to hear those stories when I was starting. But not everybody's comfortable with that. So it was a, a good reminder, but it made me feel a lot less confident in getting people on the show. It was, again, it was a lot of work. So just remember, when you're starting something, your view of the end result will be different than anyone else involved. Communication is key, and I think I failed in that situation to not communicate with the guest. I could have sent them another draft to, to look at before it went live. Um, I mean, I've learned a lot since launching the show, and I've I learned a lot from that really uncomfortable situation. <laughs> Podcasting is a ton of work. Finding guests, vetting guests, research, planning topics, recording, editing, social media, it's a lot, but it's been so wildly worth it. So here's where I see it going. The goal has remained the same. I want to make you feel less alone. I want to push you to get out of your own way and take aligned risks that move you towards your biggest fucking goals.
I'm going to continue to find people who are like-minded, who want to share the real ups and downs of building something. At the end of the day, entrepreneurship is personal development 101. And I'm going to continue to share my own journey and bring in people who can help fill in the gaps. What started as a creative outlet has been life-changing for me. I don't say that lightly. And that's another reminder to try something new. You can always change your mind. Remember, I started this show knowing I would fail at it for a while. But the intention was to self-improve and make impact, not to be perfect. This is your reminder that it's a process and you have to start before you're ready. The last thing I will say from my little cardboard box, sound box to your ears is thank you for an incredible year of podcasting. Every single review, kind note, amazing guest, download, all of it has turned this into something much bigger than I had anticipated. And I feel like we're just getting started. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this episode gave you a boost of encouragement to follow your own path, even if it's a little unruly or has a few more weeds than you expected. I would love if you could share this with somebody important to you. We never know who needs a boost. If you'd like to learn more, you can find me at www.leayard.com. And if you want to see a little more behind the scenes, you can connect with me on Instagram at leayard. And now I will leave you with this. We all have more in common than we do not. Be kind when you can, judge less, less often, and never, ever underestimate your own potential. I'll see you next week.